Welcome to this podcast, Magnified Word. In this episode, the subject is speaking in tongues. We see speaking in tongues being done in the book of Acts and it being closely associated with the receiving of Holy Spirit. And I want to take some time to look at in detail what it's all about from the scriptures. And I think this will inspire you and excite you as you see the great benefit that speaking in tongues can be to your life if you'll commit to doing it diligently. The first scripture I want to read is in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 16. And starting in verse 15, this is Jesus Christ speaking to his apostles after he got up from the dead and shortly before he ascended up in the heaven. Verse 15, And he said unto them, Go you into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils, They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So Jesus Christ listed as one of the signs that would follow them that believe would be that they would speak with new tongues or with new languages. Acts chapter 2 Earlier in the book of Acts, in chapter 1, Jesus Christ told the apostles that they would be baptized with Holy Spirit soon. And here, Acts chapter 2, in verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues, like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Right when they first received Holy Spirit, they were cloven tongues that appeared, and they began to speak with other tongues. And it was as the Spirit gave them utterance, as the Spirit gave them 
the words to say. We see speaking with other tongues being accompanied with receiving Holy Spirit. And then in verse 5 it says, And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded, because that every man heard them speak in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? And how hear we every man in our own tongue, wherein we were born, Parthians and Medes and Elamites and the dwellers in Mesopotamia and in Judea and Cappadocia and Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia and Egypt and in the parts of Libya about Cyrene and strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes, Cretes and Arabians. We do hear them speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. See, although all of those who spoke in other tongues were Galileans, there were people there from all those different nations, and they all heard them speak in their own native tongues. And what they were speaking was the wonderful works of God. Verse 12 says, And they were all amazed, and were in doubt, saying one to another, What meaneth this? Others, mocking, said, These men are full of new wine. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice, and said unto them, You men of Judea, and all you that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, And hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as you suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass, in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And then there's uh, more detail of the prophecy of Joel Recorded after this, but that's all we'll read for now. But this was the fulfillment of that prophecy of God pouring out His Spirit upon all flesh. And then Peter was telling them about Jesus Christ and God raising Him from the dead. And We'll jump in here in uh, verse 32 where he told them, This Jesus hath God raised up, whereof we all are witnesses. Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he hath shed forth or poured out this, which you now see and hear. See, this was the prophecy of Joel being fulfilled, of God pouring out Spirit. And what they saw 
And what they heard along with that was speaking with other tongues. Acts chapter 10. And Acts chapter 10 is the record where Peter went to the household of Cornelius and spoke the gospel to the Gentiles there. And he was telling them about Jesus Christ being Lord and that God raised him from the dead. And we'll jump in here in verse 44 where it says, While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Spirit fell on all them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Spirit. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. See, that was how they knew that they had received the gift of Holy Spirit was because they heard them speak with tongues. And this was right when they first heard the gospel and became Christians. They received Holy Spirit and they spoke in tongues. So just from what we've looked at, we can see that speaking in tongues is a big part of the Christian life. First Corinthians chapter 12. First Corinthians, especially chapters 12 and 14, give us a lot of detail about this gift of Holy Spirit that we've received. In 1 Corinthians 12, verse 1, it says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. And that can be rendered as spiritual matters. God would not have us to be ignorant of spiritual matters. In 1 Corinthians 14, Verse 1, we're told to be zealous of spiritual matters. So we are to be educated regarding spiritual matters and have a zeal for them. We're to have a, a zeal or a passion to operate this gift of Holy Spirit that we've received In 1 Corinthians 12, verse 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. See, there are ways to manifest the Spirit, to have evidence in the five senses realm of the Spirit inside of a person. And then verses 8 through 10 list nine ways of manifesting spirit. And it says at the end of verse 7 that it is given to every man 
to profit with all. So in verse 8, it says, For to one, meaning to one prophet or one purpose, is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. To another prophet, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. For another prophet, faith by the same Spirit. For another prophet, the gifts of healing by the same Spirit. For another, the working of miracles. For another, prophecy. For another, discerning of spirits. For another, kinds of tongues. For another, the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one and the self-same Spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. Meaning that all of those manifestations are energized by the one gift of Holy Spirit. And they are distributed to every person individually as that person wills. So that's a great key. The way to operate these manifestations of the Spirit is to will to do so, to determine or to decide to do so. If you believed on Jesus Christ, you have the gift of Holy Spirit within you. And so if you want to speak in tongues, you can. You just use your voice and then the Spirit will give you the words to speak. Just like the Spirit gave the apostles the words to speak on the day of Pentecost. 1 Corinthians 14 Verse 2 For he that speaketh in a tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth, howbeit in the Spirit he speaketh mysteries. See, when we speak in tongues, we're speaking to God. And where it says no man understandeth, that doesn't mean that another person who hears it wouldn't understand what he was saying. You know, we saw in Acts 2 that there were people from other nations who understood the words that they were speaking. But it's talking about the person who is speaking in tongues. He's speaking in a language other than a language that he knows. He doesn't know what he's speaking. He's speaking mysteries by the Spirit. And then in verse 4, it says, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself, or he builds himself up. That's a great benefit of speaking in tongues. Is that when you speak in tongues, you build yourself up. We'll come back here to 1 Corinthians 14. But let's consider Ephesians chapter 3. 
In Ephesians 3, this was the Apostle Paul praying here, starting in verse 14. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might, or to be strengthened with power, by his Spirit in the inner man. See, it's possible for us to be strengthened with power by the Spirit of God within us. And in 1 Corinthians 14, we read that when you speak in tongues, you build yourself up. So, speaking in tongues is a way that you can strengthen yourself with power. Boy, so you see what a great benefit speaking in tongues is? And also, in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 7, we read that the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. But then verses 8 through 10 list nine manifestations. And that's a figure of speech showing that all of those manifestations are one, are to be considered as one. They're a package deal or <laughs> a bundle pack. And so if you want to get fluent, get good at the other eight manifestations listed in 1 Corinthians 12, like word of wisdom, like discerning of spirits, gifts of healing, working of miracles, a great key to do so is to speak in tongues a lot, and then we will get built up, and that'll help us to get good at operating all the manifestations of Holy Spirit. The greatness of speaking in tongues needs to be taught more and more. Christians need to speak in tongues more and more because it's a great benefit. And let's go back to 1 Corinthians 14. Verse 5 this time. Verse 5 says, I would that you all spake with tongues. See, it's God's will for every Christian to speak in tongues. Let's look down at verse 14 of 1 Corinthians 14. Verse 14 says, For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the Spirit, and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. So this passage here 
defines speaking in tongues as praying with the Spirit or praying in the Spirit. There are two different types of prayer that are important for us to do. Praying in the Spirit, which is speaking in tongues, and praying with the understanding or with the mind. Praying in the language that you know. And look at Ephesians 6. Verse 17. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. See, we are to pray always in the Spirit. And we just saw from 1 Corinthians 14, what is prayer in the Spirit? Speaking in tongues. See, we are to speak in tongues all the time. And we are to keep watching it with all perseverance. So I encourage you to persevere in speaking in tongues. To do it as as much as possible. To speak in tongues always, as Ephesians 6 here tells us. And this is part of the armor of God that Ephesians 6 describes. To speak in tongues all the time. And that is part of how we will be able to stand against the strategies of the devil. And I'd like to look at one more verse in 1 Corinthians 14. Verse 18. The Apostle Paul received great revelation. He wrote many of the books of the New Testament. And we can read in the book of Acts, about many great things that he did with his life. And one great clue to being as great a man as Paul was is given here in 1 Corinthians 14.18. This is the Apostle Paul speaking here. And he says, I thank my God I speak with tongues more than you all. The Apostle Paul spoke in tongues more than all the Corinthian saints. And so, if you want to have a great ministry, a great key is to speak in tongues a lot. If you want to be like Paul, speak in tongues a lot. And so it's very exciting to 
see the great benefit that we can have in our lives if we'll get diligent with speaking in tongues a lot. And so let's speak in tongues a lot as much as we possibly can and then see all the great things that that does for our lives.